Right, welcome back to J. Tom Lawler Rink here on the campus of Merrimack College. Score at the end of one period is Northeastern nothing and Merrimack nothing. This is the Under Armour first intermission report. I'm Mike Mack alongside John Leahy. Ben Weiss joins us here from Northeastern Radio. And Ben, uh, not too much to choose for either team in that first period. Uh, unlike last night, I would say, uh, pretty even battle. Uh, shots on goal unofficially 12-10 in favor of the Huskies. No penalties called. No goals on the scoreboard. Both goaltenders with some good saves. Uh, overall, a pretty even period. Certainly was, Mike. And the thing that I thought thought was most interesting was the no penalties call. After last night, and there was uh, some supervised handshake line. I was expecting these referees to come out and set a tone the way that they were going to call this game, what they were going to get rid of. By not calling anything, it's wide open. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens in period. Yeah, same crew as last night, I think, right? Absolutely is. And when you see how they, they handled last night's game and how it ended, I would have expected them to try to sort of nip it in the butt. I think back to, to years ago where... Uh, back a game of Lowell and Bill Jones was doing a game against us and he must have called five penalties in the first seven minutes of the game to really set the tone and understand what's going on. Everyone knew how to play from then on. Right now, it's going to be very interesting because you just sit there and you look at they're going to do just about everything and it's going to be harder for them to call more things as the game goes on. So. Yeah, I, I think both clubs, I mean, I think the officials know both clubs have a lot to play for tonight. Um, you know, there's, there's still you know, I mean, they've been the typical, I would think, sort of, you know, fans will, will, I think, overemphasize things like, you know, guys trying to get to a loose puck, Levi ties it up, you know, his defenseman comes in to uh, to say, all right, that's enough. You know, I mean, that's going to happen. I don't think there's there's a big deal in that. I think if it goes beyond that, we might start to see, you know, some calls, maybe a couple of matching Myers to try to say, hey, that, that's about enough. But I don't think we're going to see an awful lot of, of penalties in terms of uh, setting power plays for either team. Only two chances for either club last night. I don't think the officials want a big game like this decided uh, by who goes to the penalty box. Absolutely, and you wonder if they're taking a little bit extra pressure knowing that uh, if Northeastern wins this game outright, they're the regular season champions, and no official wants to be responsible for making a game go away that may cause some uh, ire, shall we say, from the fans in the building, depending upon how it goes, and you know, you don't want the officials to be the star of the game, you want the players in the ice to be the star. Well, let's talk about this Northeastern club. Uh, right from the get-go, I would say, you know, John and I talked, I think, before the season, you know, and I, I, I had Northeastern, if you remember, John, as my dark horse. I thought that they were they were my favorite to win the league. I thought that they would. I just thought that as I looked up and down the lineup that uh, there really weren't any weaknesses. You know, depth and strength on defense, tremendous talent, of course, uh, you know, goal scoring, ability to uh, up front. I realized that you had some injuries to deal with and so on, and that's kind of an impact of that. But, and then also you finally had that, Devin Levi able to play after being out last season with it, uh, due to injury. Um, you know, I just didn't see any weaknesses coming into the game, uh, coming into the season. As the season has gone along, though, um, it's been a little bit up and down here or there. Right, Ben? I mean, there's been times I've, I've seen that, uh, you know, you know if, if it's been a slow going, a slow start to a game, it can be in some cases, I think, for this Northeastern club. You know, maybe they, they grip the sticks a little bit too tight. It's, you know, trying to, uh, uh, you know, try to get some, something going and what have you, whereas if they see, if they have early success in a game, then that can carry over as well. Absolutely, Mike, and I think what's interesting is everyone saw how well Devin Levi played in the World Junior Championships last year, but he didn't play a second for us afterwards because he got hurt during that World Junior. And they said, you know what, we're just going to make sure that you're fully healthy when you come back. I think we all knew what we hoped we would see out of him. I don't think anyone expected the types of numbers that he has here with with nine shutouts this year. The school record for a career is 11. He's got nine in his first season. So he's doing things that are really 
completely unforeseen, but that also allows the players in front of you to get a little bit more comfortable knowing he's back there to help out. And that's why I think that break with him the Olympics actually was a great thing for this team. You have TJ Sentenfelter come in, a freshman goaltender, plays really well. The team has to buckle down more because aside from seeing TJ in practice, he had to see him at the game action. So the defense plays a little harder, plays a little better, and they see how we can do, and, and, and things have rolled along. That veteran defense is super key right now. It's going to be really interesting to see how it goes. Julian Kislin scores his first goal of his career at Lowell, misses five games due to injury, comes back last night, has the goal any forward would be excited to have. So that defense is really important, and it's going to be really interesting to see how the last couple of weeks of this season goes when we head into the playoffs. Everyone, look, when you have two defensemen back there who have been draft property of the Montreal Canadiens, and one in Jordan Harris, who probably will sign after the season's over when he graduates. No one knows the story was Struble, and now with Kent Hughes being the GM there, the dad of both Pedley and Jack Hughes, and that Northeastern connection, you just hope Jaden stays another year, because that, that veteran defense has played such a large role this year. Jaden's the guy that I think, you know, when I look to him, Jordan Harris, rightly so, gets a lot of the accolades, but you look, I mean, Jaden Struble is a defenseman's defenseman. I mean, you look that he's the guy who's always in there, getting his nose dirty, working hard. Yeah, he also got involved in the offense last night, picking up three points, including a goal. You know, a tremendous play at both ends of the ice, and he's one of those guys that, you know, when I, when I look at Northeastern's defense and I say, you know, they may have the best defense in the league, you know, he's one of the big reasons why. Absolutely, and I joked with Rob tonight that he had the college hockey version of a Gordie Howe hat trick last night with a goal, assist, and a penalty, since fighting is not allowed here for those hockey fans who understand the reference, but yeah, certainly I'll tell you what, I remember, I remember a Northeastern guy who did have that, and that was Harry Muse. I'm going to go back, maybe even a little before your time, but I remember Harry was ineligible the first couple of games of his freshman year. I think he played some major junior hockey. Finally was eligible to play. Um, it was, I don't remember who it was, Lowell or somebody was in the house. He had a hat trick. Northeastern won the game like 6-3, to three, something like that. I think he must have set up at least one of the other goals, and he got tossed uh, with five minutes to go for an actual fighting DQ. So there you go. No, we don't see very often, but that was the closest <laughs> that, we, that we could see. And frankly, I'm glad that it was just the penalty last night for Jaden because he's quite quite important tonight. You mentioned the injuries, Mike, and I think that's the biggest thing I'm curious about tonight. Steven Arrio Giannis comes back in after missing a bunch of games with it with an injury. Ty Jackson gets hurt last night. Justin Vitskovian is still out. Your top two face-off guys. You know, you've got some veteran centers here in this Warriors team, and my concern is as we get there in this slightly smaller rink with Matthews with those egg-shaped corners, that those D-zone face-offs in particular are going to be really critical, and who's going to be going out there for those late second, late third, third D-zone face-offs? Is it going to be the, the, the veteran and junior Matt Dinellis, or is it going to be the freshman sensation of Jack Hughes who comes in as a true freshman? And really, you understand after seeing him play all year why the NHL scouts are watching him so hard. You know, uh, Ben, I know we only got about 20 seconds to go, but playoffs coming up. Uh, Northeastern, we know, will finish at worst case top four. You got a chance at finishing first. Uh, handicap the playoffs for Northeastern. I think right now, all they're going to do is, in the words of Al Davis, just win baby tonight. And then eventually, they know that if, if, if they win or lose tonight, they're still playing Saturday. So they get a chance, they can rest up, see who they're, see what happens Wednesday. And with it being a single elimination, like John, anything can happen. We know that. And what's going to be super interesting is how these next couple of games go for Hockey East. We may only have one team in the national tournament this year. Hopefully it's better than that, but you're right. It's going to be real tight, real close. Ben, thanks as always. I know you have to get back. Best of luck to you guys the rest of the way. Great to see you as always. Thanks, gentlemen. Really appreciate it, and uh, good luck tonight, and uh, good luck in the playoffs. You as well. Thanks a lot. Ben Weiss, our guest here from Northeastern Radio. Our score after one is Merrimack nothing, and Northeastern nothing. We'll be back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.